Matthew chapter 3 In those days John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all of Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptised them in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptise, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am so much greater that I'm not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptised by John, but John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptised by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptise him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Chapter 4 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off, for the scriptures say, 
He will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun, and of Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets. And he called them to come too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus travelled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralysed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. Reading today's scripture gave me a lot of food for thought. Starting with the baptism of Jesus, it made me think about the roles that we play, the roles that we have in life. John the Baptist rightly says, I am the one who needs to be baptised by you, when Jesus came to him for baptism. And Jesus reminds him that we must carry out all that God requires and it just made me think about how many of us came into this world and are not living the life, fulfilling the role 
that God intended for us from before we were born. I mean, he knows the number of hairs on our heads. I think God has the most amazing plan for each and every one of us. And it must be heartbreaking for him that so many of us don't believe it, just don't even try. It seems that too many people are living an unfulfilled life because they're not fulfilling their mission. What is God's mission for you? What did he create you to be? That's a tough one for most of us to answer. Honestly, anyway. Then the next part that struck me about the scripture was the temptation of Jesus. What a fool the devil is to even suggest that he could give all the kingdoms of the world and their glory to Lord Jesus. You've got to laugh. So I was thinking, hmm, there are a lot of people that think that they are on a much higher level than other people. They could have been, in quotes, lucky enough to be born into wealth and positions of power because of that. So the photo for today is from Kenilworth, England. And it's the ruins of the castle that was once, I'm sure, fabulously ornate and beautiful. I was visiting a good friend of mine who lives in Kenilworth, and I didn't realise that there was a ruined castle there. So I was really excited when Karen said, let's go walking the dogs. We'll go around the castle through fields and we'll do a big loop. So that's what we did. Pretty much the first part of our walk is where I took this photo. The sky was lovely that day. The clouds were puffy and it was just beautiful. Great walking weather. I didn't have my big DSLR with me. On this trip, I decided to just try out a new lens that I had for my phone. And this particular lens is an anamorphic lens. So you're probably familiar with movies where you can see these sort of lens flares. It's an effect that you see quite often in superhero movies. I got the anamorphic lens because if I was to get one for my DSLR, they're pretty pricey. And I really just wanted something light that I could carry around. And using a little lens means that I can be a bit more creative than just using the standard camera on my phone. So in this picture, it's like a widescreen image. And you'll see in the center where the castle is, it's sharp. And it kind of blurs out at the sides. That's the way the lens works. But where we were walking back in the day when that castle was built, that was water. That was the moat. And seeing a castle in ruins like that reminds me that what's here on earth doesn't last long. It doesn't have eternal life. Things age, they break down, grandeur turns into ruins. Well, I've been quite pensive this episode, I think. I'd love to hear from you. If you go to ttlm.pictures, I'd enjoy reading any comments you'd like to leave for this episode and any of the other episodes that are there. And if you want to listen to a little bit more, I read chapters five and six 
in episode 14. Blessings until the next episode. Take care.